Welcome back to another episode of the Banging and Club Podcast. That's right. Welcome back. And as you, as always, we're your gracious host, Crossbones Blake Beretta here. And Crossbones, do you enjoy the beach a lot? I do. I do. I haven't been this summer, but I got a couple beach trips coming up. You got a couple beach coming up because WWE was in one of my favorite beaches, Puerto Rico. I can't roll my R's that well. Rico. Okay, he can roll his R better than me. Pull the Rico. Oh, fuck it. I can't do it. <laughs> Crosswalls is taking all as, as full rolling the R's. It's all in the uh, it's all in the, the way you say it. It's Puerto Rico. <laughs> this guy, you should have been the uh, announcer for instead of Strata for Alberto. No, Austin's tried to get me that job before. I told him I'm too busy for it. Ah, oh, such a big shot. He doesn't want to work for WWE, you know, no, for a game. No, I, I would love to. I would love to. But uh, but there there's some people that are way more deserving than me that that need that job. Ah, that is true. And side note, with all the Latin women I dated, I still can't roll my R's. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, I've got a I've got a knack for that. Um, I took some Spanish. Back in the day, at one one point, at different times in my life, I've taken suspension a whole lot of it. But um, yeah, yeah. So a lot of the uh, a lot of that I have picked up over the years is that that R rule. Oh. Use it a couple. I still use it every now and then. Oh, Spanish one hundred and one in school. <laughs> Absolutely, it was a great pay per view. Um, I thought. Um, it was a brilliant thing to not Bad Bunny, but also to have it in Bad Bunny's hometown of Puerto Rico, and uh, to to set the whole thing around uh, around him. Uh, and from what I've I've heard and what I've been listening to is that there are so many areas of this country in this world that are starved for WWE that do not get premium live events who do not get uh, SmackDown lives and raw lives. And those crowds are going to be so much more jacked up to see uh, these events because of the, the scarcity because they're not there. So this is a perfect example of a crowd that was starving for some WWE action that got it. That is true, and because you could tell the fans they've been deprived that long, like you say, they're more appreciative towards it, and they love every bit of it. Like Puerto Rico, it's been a long time since WWE um been to Puerto Rico, and also you know Puerto Rico is a famous wrestling uh, part of part of town now because Carlos Colon runs Puerto Rico's wrestling, and Carlos Colon is also famous for being Carlito's dad. They run yeah. Puerto Rico wrestling, and but outside of that, WWE never been around, so therefore like. I don't know how many years, but this is the they, first time they returned back to Puerto Rico. And you can tell the fans are super excited and super appreciative. And to me, like, they were the hottest crowd of, you know, I don't know, of this month, probably. Yeah. They were, they were saying it's probably one of the best crowds in, uh, since, the, uh, since the pandemic, um, since they've come back from that. And that is – they should be looking for more crowds or more situations – like that because the the crowd definitely helps the event helps uh helps amp it. I'm sure it helps the performers get more out of themselves to uh 
to go out there and compete to put on a great show. It started with that first match. Um, Io Shirai and Bianca mm-hmm. set that, the tone for, for, for the night. It was fantastic. That is right. It was a fantastic match. The crowd was, you know, they were behind Io, but like, you know, Io is like that, um, what is it called? Um, what's that? I should put that, that hidden gem where she showcased how good she really is. Like to me, she's, she was the star of that match. Like, you know, Bianca did her thing, but Eo was like, wow. Like, she didn't pull out anything. She put, she put out all the stuff. She was like, I'm going to show you how good I am. And she freaking stole the show with that. Yeah, I didn't watch her a ton in NXT. Um, oh, she was great. But, yeah, but from what I've seen, yeah, that match was spectacular. She she had the crowd in the palm of her hands doing some, doing some amazing things. But uh, just the way that she moved. And just the playing Bianca, Bianca, you know, you have to, you have to have, I mean, because Bianca's overpowered. She's one of these people who, one of these characters that is, you know, so hard to beat. So EO neutralized that. She hurt her arm. So for the most part, Bianca wrestling with one arm. So that kind of gives you that, um, that thing that says, oh, oh, Bianca's hurt, you know? So this, this could be, she could lose because she, she's usually, She's, she's one of those characters that they have they've built to be unstoppable. That is very difficult to put away. Even when all tips are down, everything's going sideways, she'll still find a way. But with that, and then also uh, with damage control kind of in the back pocket of EO, you thought possibly, very, very good possibility that that match. Yeah, exactly. You know, I was going there. I was like, I knew Bianca's going to win because – you know, even though I feel like her fire is fizzing a little bit, they're going to keep the belt on her. But at the end, when I saw, you know, damage control in the fear and they pulled hair, her hair down, holding her down, she's going for the fear. I was like, uh, they want to put the belt on EO, which is, you know, rightfully deserved. But I was like, this is going to be. Yeah, so if they had put the belt on EO, that would not have been – I mean, that would have been a huge shock. Um, but the, the way that the match was going, the crowd was going, I was like, yeah, it could definitely happen. Oh, yeah, the crowd was 100% behind EO. And EO kind of showcased, like, you should watch the match. Like, EO established himself as the better wrestler in that match because, you know, of course, EO been all around the world doing it. Right. And Bianca's, you know, great athlete. And, you know, they're both great athletes and stuff like that, you know, contrast styles and stuff like that. But EO kind of stole the show with her performance and you know, um, and they gave us that false hope, but like that's the classic storytelling um, power. It's like this could actually happen where Bianca's gonna lose, and they kind of took it away from us. But at the end of the night, both women won. Io, I'll be Bianca kept the belt, but Io won the WWE crowd over. Talking about both people winning, this Omos versus um, Seth Rollins Seth? match, probably like the they- best. The best match that Omos has ever had. Yeah, because he had that. Possibly the best match that uh, Omos has had in his very short career. That is true, because you saw he's just proves to the character of Seth Rollins, too, because Bring general, put a broomstick in him. He'll make a five-star match. And he was able to high Omos flaws and utilize what he could do and made it a great match. Made Omos look good. 
and may Seth the Great. One of my favorite ones where it's where, I mean, the, the size differential between the two. Yeah. He, and Seth used yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't, can't go for the, the pet. You can't do it. Then he goes for the stomp. Omos too strong for that. Can't can't do that. And also the fact that to take him out, you he kind of introduced a new move that I think going forward he's going to kind of implement a lot to to take out those people who are higher higher power to take down the off the top rope. Um, I call it the super stomp. Stomp. Yeah, the super stomp. That that was insane. Yeah, that was a great that was uh, innovative right there. Yeah. And that that kind of told the mad told the story of how um of how Seth Rollins can overcome these these overwhelming odds in a match. Exactly. Like classic not a storybook match. I know I guess Triple H had a big hand in this one and Seth Ring General once again pulled off another great match. It made made everybody in that match won. Everybody's winning in these matches. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, it was fantastic, and uh, both people look look good going forward. And um, I am really looking forward to Monday more so than than normal because we are going to get a very meaningful meaningful uh, set of matches. We'll we'll get to that later, but Seth Seth Rollins is involved. So the next match is we got Rhea Ripley versus. Another hometown person. Yep. Selena, Selena Vega. Selena Vega, hometown hero, coming in. Great outfit, carrying the Puerto Rican flag as a cape coming down to the ring. Her family's in ringside for the women's title. I was like, you know, you know, what can we say? Selena Vega, Vega did an amazing job representing her country, her family, and everything. Like, you know, even though it was, it was a short match, good match, but, uh, but, you know, even though, you know, it didn't go away. She wanted. Rhea still was able to find a way to win. But like I said, Selena still won in the match. And my favorite part of that match, she brung the slipper out. And for people who don't know about Hispanic culture, when that slipper comes up, if your mom or dad, mostly the mom, will bring this out, you're gonna get your butt whooped, which is missing yeah. nowadays. Yeah, flew that part flew completely over my head. I had no idea. I was like, what, what, "Why is there? Oh. Why is there? Why is there flip flop out there?" You need to hang out with most Hispanic Hispanic households. Then, you, when that slipper comes out, everybody duck and cover because Mama's coming to beat your butt. Yeah, no, I know. I don't. I don't hang out with a lot of uh, a lot of children or moms. So I, I mean, I, I didn't understand uh, that that particular part of the uh, of the story, but I got it later. I did get it later. <laughs> Well, you think the crowd popped for that? The crowd was like, "Oh crap!" That, that I, I, you know, what would maybe pop like crazy if that was the finish of the match when she hits her with it and hits her with her finish, and that would be it, and Selena wins. I will lose my mind if that ever happens. That would have been that would have been fantastic, and that also would have been a uh, a crazy, crazy finish. Rhea has gone on, and and each match Rhea has is going to be solidifying her place as one of the greatest. In, in, uh, in wrestling, wrestling. Uh, women's wrestling. So that is true. This was another, another feather in her hat for that. That is right. And another one to take away, both females won in the match. Everybody's winning tonight. Win or lose, everybody wins. Yeah, yeah they've been putting um, – yeah, they, they put this show together really well. Uh, so the next match, we got the three-way. We got the Bloodline versus KO, Sammy, and Riddle. 
That is right. That was on the one of the other matches we had. It's like, can the bloodline coexist? Because you don't know where where Solo's with Roman now. So it's like, hey, can we? Are we gonna ditch the Usos and Solo's gonna do his own thing? Is can can they really beat Riddle and K- Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? Is 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 it like a you know you didn't know what was to expect that match? I was expecting like Solo was gonna betray one of them. That's what I was expecting to see. I think I think it's coming. I do think it's coming. I, they have been teasing uh, teasing it tremendously, a lot. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I just don't know when the opportunity is going to come because they they won, they won. They're all going to go to they're all going to be on SmackDown once again. Um, Ke- Kevin and Sammy are going to be on Raw, but you can expect them probably to cross over a little bit, but not not as much with the uh, with the brand split. Also, going back to the brand split. Rhea is the SmackDown Women's Champion. That is true. And Bianca's and, still raw. Yeah. Well, Bianca's on SmackDown. I know, but she got the belt. They got to do a title exchange I, I, now. Not. <laughs> they huh? might, I don't think they are. I think they're just going to keep it. I just think the SmackDown Champion is going to be on Raw, and the Raw Champion is going to be on SmackDown. That is going to be extremely confusing for people watching now. It will be. It will be. But th- I do not see a uh, a title swap coming or an opportunity coming because um, they said that the uh, the draft the the um, the settings for the draft are finalized. So there's no more crossover as of Sunday. Huh. So Monday Monday show th- those are your rosters. You're not going to see the other people on the other show anymore. I think oh they just gonna have this they just forget the whole thing they just, they just come out with the raw belt anyway but they just you don't see the switch of hand they just come out anyway with the belt that would be that would be some behind the scenes very very uh, crafty way to do it but I do not I do not know um, now with solo solo and the bloodline being on SmackDown um, there's a whole group of other tag teams for them to to feud with. But, you know, as Roman, Roman's whole thing is that we are the bloodline. We are the best. We have to have the titles. That is true. Like, so, like... Solo is also not immune to that. So Solo should be in a title contention position, especially now that Austin Theory is on SmackDown. That is right. Like, who else could face him but Solo? Solo would be the perfect one to, to take the title from uh, Austin Theory. Because Bloodline have to have all the belts because they're the 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 faction, especially since Austin Theory is about to get into the tournament, which we're gonna talk talk about later. Um, so Riddle Riddle uh, Riddle in this equation didn't really fact factor in too much uh, with where Riddle's gonna go because he's going to be away from the Bloodline from this point forward on on Raw. So him. Taking the pin was perfect. You protect mm-hmm. everybody. Everybody's fine. You go on from this, and you you kind of start a new story all around. That is right. After this, it's recess for another opening for a new Bloodline feud. I don't want to see another – well, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are going to feud with the Bloodline regardless, but Riddle needs to do something on his own now. Like, is the, that's enough of the Bloodline. Yeah, Riddle and possibly going, going in there with Gunther – or uh, I'd have to – I don't know. I don't know where Riddle's going to go. But should be interesting uh, down the load, down the road with Riddle and maybe Ar- uh, Randy Orton coming back and restarting that and then taking on Sammy and KO. That is right. That would be, be great. Uh, we just need to do a switch, and, you know, that would be a great one to do. 
All right. Next, speaking of uh, of A Town Down, we have Bobby Lashley. Yep, your We've twin. Got Jonah, the big dude. Yep, powerlifter guy. Then we got Austin Theory. That is right. Austin, the, triple threat match. Triple threat for the U.S. title. That um, is right. And it was fantastic. Everything worked right. the way that everything worked the way that it was supposed to. That is right. Well, you see, like the compares, you see a little style change, but you know, Bobby and what's his name, Bron, Bron, the guy, Bronson, uh, um, Bronson Reed, Bronson Reed. He, did, you know, two stronger guys. Well, Austin Theory, you know, he, he's a strong guy too, but in the, you know, he's strong, he looks great, but this one, he's overpowered by these two guys. So where he got to outthink these guys, like I can't, I can't outpower these guys. So I got to figure out a way to get, get, find a way to win. Well, Theory's strategy was perfect on it, where. You know, you have you have like you know theory playing you know devil's advocates like, hey, uh, Reed, let's me and you team up against Bobby, let's beat him up. Oh no, you betrayed me. Now let Bobby and um, Reed beat each other up. Theory got in there a couple times. He didn't. I don't feel like he was used as much in the match, but the finish was perfect. It kind of it saved Bobby pretty much because Bobby never took the pin because Bobby speared him. Theory threw him out, and Theory got the pin. But Theory looked good, Bobby looked good, but Reed took the fall for them. But I think Bobby's going to go on to other things, like maybe the world title. Bobby is at tournament, but he is on uh, SmackDown, where I'm hoping that him and Austin Theory don't cross paths for a very long time. I've seen it. I've seen it so many times. We've been yeah. seeing this a lot. Um, and yeah. we get it. You don't want to see that. We get it. Yeah. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby beating up Austin Theory and not getting the title has been a theme. An ongoing thing for the last couple last couple months. So that finished that finished perfect. So next we have my favorite match, the, Bad Bunny. Yeah, which should have main evented the whole thing. That is that stole that freaking match stole everything. The offense, Cody and Rock, but that show that that match stole everything. That was the freaking main event. That, that was the main event. I don't care what anybody says. It was in Puerto Rico. You have the biggest musical star in the world from Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And you have another Damian Priest who's also from, from Puerto Rico. It's their, their hometown in front of their people. Mm-hmm. And you don't make it the main event. That, that, I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't get that. Uh, the hottest the crowd is going to be was, was that final. Set up. Yep, exactly. Because. But Bad Bunny, he, he, he Grammy Award. Technical, technical difficulties. But everybody, like I was saying, everybody on that list is a uh, is a world champion, except for uh, Damian Priest. And let's see, and Austin Theory. Those are the two people who uh, who have never been world champions. So everybody else, I think, has a has a legitimate chance. I say Seamus just because he he is he's not likely to win it. You know, Seamus is one of those get close, get close, get close, but never in recent history hasn't been able to finish it. That is true. That is true. Yeah, I agree with that. He could be he's a potential wild card in himself right there. And my other one, uh my wild card, um, I have to go I'm gonna go Finn Balor on this one, because Finn Balor, like we talked about earlier. You know, he pretty much owed a championship because he never lost it. And this is kind of like his uh, redemption to, you know, make up a loss that he that he never, you know, had. So I'm going for Finn Balor for this one. 
Yeah, no, I could definitely see that, and I'll be pulling. I'll be pulling. Uh, to see to see how they do that, but yeah, he's definitely um, all and should should definitely be in. Uh, should definitely. Be... Oh, shit. All right, uh, next question. Next one, fitness one. D loads are they necessary, and do we take them? Do we? Use I've them? never done a, I've never done a D load in my life. <laughs> okay, one. we agree on that one. We've never done it. But what's your thing? What What is your opinion about it? Um, it does work though. Rob Rob is in that and I have some other people who have done it but um, yeah I'm just not a it's just not something that I need to do I, I, I've always thought because um, I because I get enough rests and I don't I don't really plateau I've never really plateaued in my training um, so I, I've never had a need for it yeah I agree with that too like myself, I never use D-load uh, weeks as well. You know, they had a benefit. I see people at my gym use it all the time, and they got benefits out of it. But, like, same with Joe. It's like I don't have any plateaus or anything that I'm ha- having problems with. So, you know, the proper rest and nutrition getting in. And the I don't – yeah, I don't see any – you know, if you don't need it, I don't see any point of doing it really. There's so many things in fitness that are that are over overinflated. And that, you know, it's, it's mostly bro. By this point, it's mostly bro science. Deload is a, is a bro science thing for lazy people who don't. Yeah. That's what I've always thought. Yeah. Deload is just basically like, if people don't know what deload is, like you still train, you go to the gym train, but you don't train as hard. It's like a, it's a, well, how should I put it? Um, It's a slow, mediocre workout kind of thing. Like you go in there. Do a couple couple sets, maybe one, two sets of something, maybe three exercises, and get out of there. Well, you just get to just do like a little pump up stuff. Where yeah. you know, why I don't get no, I can't do it. Instead, why just not take time off and just rest completely? Yeah, instead I agree with that. I'll take a week off if I need it. Instead of half assing it. Yeah, I can't do. That's why I say to people as gym, like I never take deal. If I need to take a break, I'll take a week off. I'll just stretch at home. I don't need to go to waste drive waste gas going to the gym to work out if I'm not going to do anything. Yeah, I'd say, uh, yeah, exactly. Don't, you don't really need the D-Low. If you, you don't need it, don't worry about it. Don't do it. Absolutely. All right. Next question. All right. Entertainment news. Um, have you seen Guardians yet, by chance? I have not, but I am very proud of uh, Steven and his four horsemen. I, I do like the fact that he's using the four horsemen name for his uh, his, his stunt stable. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but congrats to them. It looks It looks fantastic. It looks amazing. I got my ticket yesterday. I wanted to go see it. It looked it's amazing. Best one what, Marvel put out since Endgame. I was gonna say Marvel has not. They have been going in the wrong direction lately. Lately, they, this one fixed it, but yeah, mainly, good, yeah. good. They have not been. Um, it has not been good. It has not not been good, and yeah. I do not like the fact that James Gunn is leaving. Um, because he is the he's the best director they have. Yeah, exactly. Because the Russo brothers are gone now too. They're they're off doing Netflix stuff and, and other and other projects. Uh, so they're not they're not at Marvel anymore. So I do not like that for the future of the MCU. Period. Yeah, they need a new unless they pay more money. To James Gunn. Well, James got stuck on contract with DC. So yeah, he's they gone. need they they need a, huh? He's gone. Yeah, he's not he's not coming back. Yeah, he's yeah. They just need a new new James Gunn then. They got to find a new hungry director that's willing to have a good vision for Marvel now. 
Like, like this is a James Gunn project, good, you know, Guardians, and you could see, yeah. you know, how good it is compared to the others. Yeah. Like Thor: Love and Thunder wasn't good. Even Chris Hemsworth said, "Yeah, I didn't really like Thor: Love and Thunder that much." Yeah. Doctor Strange: Multiverse, okay. Spider Man was good. WandaVision, I I enjoyed it. Other ones that like you know you see other new movies that came out, it is lose is it lost its luster. Where it's not the same, yeah. and you don't get that same feeling. Guardians, would, this one you do, you get the old feeling back. But they need to that, find they need to find that person. They need to find their new James Gunn. But or I was five, gonna say that whole superhero genre is going is is dying. I think uh, from what I've seen. Um, with the movies that have come out of late since uh, since Endgame, uh, they have not had the same heart. They have not had the same the same. So excited about the next one, you know on the yeah. on the on the DC side. I know they're about to they're they're about to rekick that, and and Flashpoint. I don't want Flashpoint, and I think that's going to be good. But um, as a as a whole. That whole side of the movie movies, from what I've seen, I, I know Guardians Three is it's different uh, because yeah. that that have been all all three of them have been great, but the future of that genre does not look good. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It's like they're losing it. Besides Guardians, after Guardians, I don't know what's coming up next. I'm not sure, but if hopefully they start knocking them out the park again, but. This actually leaves an opening for DC to make a comeback with James Gunn at the wheel now and Flashpoint coming out. This is their chance to start rising through the ranks and say like, "Hey, we we are now uh, you know a real opponent for you guys." So, you know, this is the, this is DC's time to rise while Marvel's in a funk right now. Yeah, and nobody has ridden harder for Marvel since tw- since 2010. I've been I've been with them the whole time, but after Endgame, you know I'm I'm expecting it to go on. But they're a victim of their own success. You know you cannot stay on the top forever, and they have found fell victim to a lot of the things that uh, other other genres have 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 fell victim to. It's it's a lot of you know you recycle the story, you're telling the same story over and over again, yep. um, and the you're doing the same things, and we've seen that. For so long, 2008 to, to now, and you told it so brilliantly in the end game story. He did such a good job. Black Panther mm-hmm. 2 was the one that was that was that was great, but you had you it, it was built in, you know, you had to do the tribute to Chadwick, that whole thing. So that that I think is, is another thing, but I don't know if they're going to give uh Kugler, Ryan Kugler's the guy who directs those movies. I don't know if he can devote the time to the MCU. Like James Gunn could, I, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that because like James Gunn, he dedicated everything to Marvel. What that's what made it work is is a it's part of your life, pretty much. When you get in there, can 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 they do it? Like James Gunn did it. Like can an expert dedicate his whole life to making Marvel number one again? And that's a stressful sight. Like you know, we've been on set, we but we never experienced the stress they went through because. You know, like you said, victim of their own success. You could be on top for so long where eventually, you know, you know, eventually that cliff is going to, you know, give way and you're going to fall off a little bit. But um, I, I, hmm? I, first started shooting that in, in what, 20, that would have been 2012, 2013. Um, that, that's when, yeah, so around that. 
has been working on these stars in the Galaxy movies. For ten, in, in that cruise, he drags up. Batista has been uh, drags for ten years. What was that? But uh, Batista has been. That is true. Like that, that kind of made him. He's like he, he being global superstar because of Drax. But you know, it comes a time where you have to like you know tip your hat and walk off to the sunset, which James Gunn and the Guardians did. And until you watch the watch the movie, you're gonna see some other things that I. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to. It. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I have been more of a um, catch him on Disney. I haven't, seen, I haven't even seen it in Quantumania yet because I'm still waiting on Disney Plus for it to come out. Me too. Same here. I didn't wait for that too. Yeah, but Guardians is something I had to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because after after Love and Thunder in the, in theaters, because I heard and and it just yeah, I was like, no, this it's just gonna keep it's just going to keep trending in that direction because it's just not it just didn't have the same heart and the same soul. Up until phase four, they, they had. And James Gunn, Gunn is, is the guy who put a lot of that heart and soul with the Guardians into those, into the into the end game and into they helped he help boost those movies up. up. So, and I don't think he had anything to do with Thor Love and the fact that they were using his characters. I don't think he was involved in writing or, or anything like that. But no, I don't doubt he was. Yeah, they they've got to find a way through and correct a lot of this. So, yeah. Time will tell. Time will tell. What was that? Technical difficulty. Speaking of which, now uh, oh, the Avengers is on. Marvel weekend, time to get on that Marvel shows now. <laughs> Reminiscing. Yeah, catching, catching up. All right, uh, another question. Last question. All right, last question. Um, any exciting movies that you're see, uh, excited to see come out now? Recent coming out right now. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy three at the top of the list. Then we got the the point uh, coming up. Uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse, um, Transformers, and Fast Ten. All looking forward to all those movies. Ah, okay. I pretty much agree with that because I was I was saying like picking one, but you picked all of them. So <laughs> probably to more Transformers than anything else. Okay, you 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 okay. Your your number one is Transformers. <laughs> And mine's gonna say I'm gonna say Flashpoint for me. Flashpoint, okay. Yeah. All right. Besides uh, the Ezra gonna... Miller case, but I love I want to see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> he's a rich dude in America. He'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. That's a different topic for a different time. We talk about Law and Order some other time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, shout out. Do you do uh, Stephen calling his group the Horsemen? I think that is that is a perfect a perfect name for that group. That is that is true. That's a perfect group for him. The the, the, yeah. for, the Horsemen. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Michael Nelson, who also is a uh, he's a body double for the uh, for uh, Hawkman, 
and I do not. Oh, and for uh, for this movie, he was the the body double for uh, the Higher Evolutionary. Oh, that's pretty cool. I'm actually going to see Michael um, um, next week. Actually, yeah, he's a busy dude. He's a busy dude. He's one of the one of the best. One of the best in the business. That is true. We're about to get some training in next week, so I'm looking forward with, with it. And he's the body double for the Higher Evolutionary. Ask him, why did you do do that to Rocket? <laughs> no spoilers. Right. I'm not leaving any. I'm not gonna say any more than that. Good, good. All right. So this has been an episode of uh, Bane and Clangin' Sports Podcast. Looking forward to Monday and Thursday and tournament to see who gets this new belt and to see if Roman shows back up anytime soon. All right, take him home. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in for the Bane Clangin' Sports Podcast. We love, we love to see, seeing you guys liking our stuff. If you got any other questions, check out the Instagram page, Bang Clan Sports Podcast on Instagram. You can leave us a comment there for a question that you guys wanted, wanted to be answered here. And check out the Clang Bang YouTube page. You can see all the crazy workouts we did. See from the blast on the past where we used to do all the crazy stuff and voice the faces. And we'll get ready for Monday Night Raw. We don't know what's going to happen after the Puerto Rico show. Some new changes, new twists. Who knows? We want to see it. Hopefully something good's going to happen. Get ready for summertime. Stay training hard. Stay hydrated. Work out hard. Get some good nutrition in you. And as always, we are banging and clanging podcasts. And quick shout out. We have one guy who follows us. He is Aaron A.A. Ron Dallas, independent pro wrestler out of GA. He's called the Blue Collar Rockstar, the 9 to 5 Nightmare, making some waves in Georgia. Uh, he West Georgia wrestling champion. He's a fan of the show. Just want to shout him out. Awesome, man. Awesome. Keep killing it in the ring. Keep running those independent shows and making your name. That's right. We'll be talking, talking about him on uh, Raw SmackDown one day. Yeah, hopefully very soon. Yeah. And as always, like we said, banging and clanging sports podcast. And we'll catch you on the next exciting episode of the banging and clanging sports podcast. Hey, podcast. Podcasts and good night. It should have been the final go home farewell because of the participants in the match. Yep, and how it ended and how it felt during because everybody felt that it was supposed to be, it feel like the end. Because I was ready to go to bed and everything. I was like, man, this is it. All right, it was a great match, guys. That match had everything. Like, Bad Bunny, look at him. Puerto Rico's own Grammy Award winner. He does not have to do this. But he he's the – of all the celebrities recent time, like, this man, like, if you watch his interviews, he loves WWE. He loves pro wrestling. He respects the business. He took the time to learn everything. And psychology-wise, selling-wise, he learned it. That's why he's like – of recently, he's the best one to come out there. And he put on an amazing show with Damian Priest. And the surprises, holy crap. Yeah, that was <laughs> some unexpected. I, I'm not I'm not as familiar with uh, Savio Vega, but I grew up on Carlito. I've been watching oh, this me dude too. For, for a very long time. That's cool. <laughs> it was Carlito, one of my favorite opponents to wrestle on the independence. He made his return looking amazing. I was always wondering what is all what are all in those apples he's been eating. I gotta ask him that next time. But Freaking Carlito came in, crowd went amazingly crazy. He came out there, hit hit people with the backstabber, and WWE, please sign this guy back. 
it it is a um, it is a tribute to the Puerto Rican wrestling scene, and also just uh, very well thought out to get all of these guys who um, hometown guys who would get who would get crazy reactions to get him in the off uh, alongside Bad Bunny and also. Um, the Judgment Day coming down there as for the save, you know, because it's a street fight, so there's no DQ to get him in there and to get everybody, LWO, Carlito, Savio Vega, um, all in the ring at the same time to battle it out, to have a, to just have a, a spectacle. It's a spectacle. It's a, it's a complete spectacle down there in Puerto It was. It was an amazing spectacle. Everything was about that thing. It was, it was great. Carlito, Savia Vega, LWO, Judgment Day coming out there. It had it was it was just it was the match. It was the closer of the night. It was the main event. And Bad Bunny killing it with the I want to say Canadian destroyer, but I guess Puerto Rican destroyer, we could call it. Yeah. Take out uh Damian Priest for the one, two, three. Um, and then having the celebration with everybody in the ring um, going forward. Yeah. Now, uh, Judgment Day got dra- stayed on Raw. Yeah, I think Raw. Yeah, 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 they were Raw. Okay. And uh, Rey Mysterio and the LWO are on SmackDown. Yep. This feud better be done. Oh, yeah, it's over. That, that was, yeah, that was, it has to be. That was the end of that. So that. If, if you want to make it, if you want to end it, that's the way that you do it. That is a gr- that is possibly the greatest send off that you could possibly have um, in a in a feud was to end it just like that. So. Now, do you think that uh, do you think that Bad Bunny is uh, what is what's next in WWE? He'd be back for another spe- spectacle like. Bad Bunny, like I watched him on a James Corbin show. He said he loves pro wrestling. He, like he said, if he wasn't doing what he's doing now, he'd be a pro wrestler. But he's gonna go on his next tour. But he'd be back soon. I say maybe early SummerSlam, but he'll be back soon. He there's gonna there's gonna be more for Bad Bunny to do, and his music's right. also awesome, by the way. <laughs> How about uh, Judgment Day? What is next for them? Well, they're on Raw now, so you know they just gotta figure out like Rhea's. She could go by herself and on her own. Rhea's her own entity right now. But Judgment Day, uh, well, we got to figure out what they're going to do. They could go for, well, the, the tag ties. They try to come, go for that. But they need a brand new storyline. Like, they got to rebuild, you know, with themselves. Because they took some major losses now So outside of Rhea. So it's time to rebuild. They just got to rebuild. Stop stacking up the wins when they're raw now. All right. Uh, so now we go to the main event. Um, so they say. Yeah, it's it's story it's storyline. Yeah, main event. I forgot about well, that match actually. Well, any anytime you got Brock Lesnar in there, it's gonna be a main event. That's just yeah. the way, that's the way it is. He's. The, I feel like Brock would have been happy to go on before that, so he could go home. Brock would have wanted. Brock would have been happy to be the first match. Yeah, Brock, Brock would go home. If Brock had it his way, he did one time. <laughs> we go to Brock as a third world country. I'm sure, right. Yeah, Brock, Brock doesn't. Brock is not yeah. the nicest guy in the world, but he doesn't care. Yeah, he's ready to go home. Uh, but for him to to get in there, it's going to be the final match. So mm-hmm. him versus Cody Rhodes. Never seen it. Um, I was very interested to see what it was going to look like. I know it's going to be a standard Brock match because that's oh, what yeah. all Brock. 
Brock has a style, and there's not a, there's not a lot of deviation from the style. But I was curious to see the finish because Cody Cody needed to win after losing at WrestleMania. He oh yeah, no to choice win. but to win. Yeah, to to but, continue to continue so he can try to finish the story. Yeah, but they they did it in a way where both of them looked good. Where well, you know, I, in a fair pinning situation and submission, no way Cody's going to do it. Cody got outsmart Brock. Where when Brock's got him that chokehold, he had to find something quick. So he did. He, you know, he wrestles shoulders pinned by himself. He pinned himself to the mat. So why not use Brock's own artillery against him? And Cody did one, two, three, and got the heck out of there before Brock get up and realized what happened. Co- this is the biggest win of Cody's career in yeah. in, uh, in WWE. This is this was the biggest win of his career. I I've said. Uh, if you go back and look at all the stuff that he's done in AEW and his beginning career of WWE, this was his his biggest match. I think Roman the Roman match was huge. It is just because the stakes it was WrestleMania, but yeah. uh, Brock is star than Roman is. So to get a star, get a win over Brock Lesnar is one of those 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 like measuring sticks of of his career um and something that he did not have before so i was i was happy with it it, it could have been early it could have been at any time in the uh in the in the pay-per-view but having it as the main event was a little bit anticlimactic because of the the bad bunny thing being his hometown yeah i i, I definitely get that the bad part was the crowd energy was kind of sucked out of it, and so was I. I kind of fell asleep during the half of the match, and I came up at the end when I saw Cody was getting choked out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's just one of those things. It's one of those things. I'm, I'm sure that you, you expect Brock to to end almost every show. You you do you do so that yeah. that that is what WWE wants is, him to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that is the that is the thing with that. All right, so on to. Monday, which I am, I am very looking. For. I look forward to to a raw. You forgot is, one thing though. What was that? The funniest thing that made Cody Rhodes a famous meme now the the why I order walk or the SpongeBob walk. Oh yeah. <laughs> did you see that? That made my day when yeah. he did that. Yeah. <laughs> I he's, 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 he's a meme on, now. He's working on his acting. He's, he's working on, <laughs> the nineteen 1940s acting right there. Why I order. <laughs> <laughs> he's working on his character. He's he's becoming a character actor. He's um, doing a nineteen forties thing, <laughs> and it was kind of a way to get the uh, get the point across that he is he is focused, he is serious, and that he is not going to he's not going to take any of this anymore. And he was right yeah, here. that's right. He he just just walked over to strutting his stuff. And yeah. I like the memes on Twitter when they put the SpongeBob walking this 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 squishing walk. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I'm too old. I don't know what SpongeBob is. Okay, uh, I was at the beginning of that. Okay, never mind. I'm talking about the walk. It's, it's really funny. Just watch yeah. the memes on Twitter. All right. All right. <laughs> I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't get it. All right. Uh, so let's go to the um, old. Monday. Monday <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> and I have a and I have a six pack. And you don't. I do have that, one now. How, so how, 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 how does that work? How does that work? Diet and exercise. <laughs> That's what happens. Diet and exercise. Yeah, how am I older and better? You have more years on you to train. <laughs> you have 20 years of experience on me. 
Well, there's there's that. Yes. But that right. is it. When I was watching Power Rangers and freaking getting in trouble in school, you had more time to train. <laughs> I, I suppose. Or I'm just a better athlete. Oh, no, no, no. Well, well, you got, you got, you actually got more years on that and more experience on that. But I was a better athlete. But I would be a better athlete than you always. Hey, hey, buddy. Okay, that's probably <laughs> true. Actually, I actually give you that. You actually are a really good athlete. Thank you, thank you. But I digress. Outside of a pro wrestling ring, everything else you could do better at that. Yeah, no, I would never ever try to pro wrestle. I've I've done it. And I, I being with Austin, I couldn't do it. It's just not in the realm. It's too. I mean, I I can't fake fight. I can't do it. I I just I just can't do it. I'm just too. You just gotta learn it. I'm too. I'm too wired. To actually, hit people. Well, yeah, you came from a a full contact sport to go yeah. on something that's not. I'm too wired to pull my punches or pull my movements back. So, I I just can't do it. All right. So on to Monday night. And this tournament that is upcoming. The WWE Championship match, the secondary belt. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say the, secondary, but Roman has all the belts. Well, yeah, Roman does have all the belts. So this belt is a is the raw belt. And they're trying They're going to settle this at Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. That is true. I United Champions of Saudi Arabia. They need to do a big match for them, and this is it. Yes. All right. So we got Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, since the Miz, Damian Priest, Edge, Ray, Finn Balor, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, and Bobby Lashley. Now for Raw. Three, four, five, six. So that's perfect. You're going to have two on two. You're going to have all these matches to decide. So I don't know how they're going to do this. So they're going to have it like a tournament style where you have a freaking uh, three, uh, fatal three ways. What was that? I was going to say, are you going to have are you going to have three-on-threes, or are you going to go two-on-twos and then have the winners face off against each other? Uh, like, in the first hour, have the first matches, then at the main event, have the winners face off, and then I, that winner takes on the SmackDown winner. I think they is going to have the final two on Saudi show and the crown of title, where, like, throughout the week, we're going to have matches, 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 where you're going to come down to the final two. That's the that's a logical way I could think about it. Unless you're gonna the whole is, night is gonna be that. That's gonna kinda kinda be weird. I'm thinking they'll they'll probably do the whole night. Because they that's do not weird have, though. I I I do think that uh the SmackDown people are gonna have their matches on SmackDown. The Raw people are gonna have their matches on Raw. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess I, but I don't know why SmackDown's even involved when Roman's there. I was like, Roman's their champion. I was like, I was wondering, I was like, why can't we just keep this the raw belt? <laughs> Yeah, that is that is part of it. That is that is part of it. But like I said, Roman isn't going to be there anytime soon. So to have a, you got to have a, you got to have a major prize. Yes, but I guess in like I guess he starts Monday. Where I think they're going to start the brackets for Monday. Where you're going to start to see. That's what I think. I'm really thinking they're going to start the couple matches on Monday, couple matches on SmackDown, and eventually at the end, two the final two at Saudi. I think. Because we got say, some time before then. 
I will tell you that um, Cody Rhodes is not going to win this. Uh, well, Brock, maybe. Brock is Brock is going to Brock is going to somehow interfere and cost Cody the match. So I'm going to go ahead and take Cody off the board for the for the big belt. Um, uh, I don't want to count him out just yet. <laughs> yeah, who they think he's a baby. Him winning that belt doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't. He's not going to be Roman. They won't let him. Well, they won't. They won't do it. They won't do. They <laughs> know what they're going to do. They're going to do the John Cena, the Rock. Remember how Rock lost to, or John Cena lost to the Rock in the first match at WrestleMania. Then they ran it back the next year, and then he won. They could do it that way. They has got to keep Cody hot until then. Yeah, and the way you do that is you keep him on the other show, and you keep him away from Roman. Uh, you have him some other stuff. Maybe win the Royal Rumble again. Like that, nah, that is that's kind of that. That would be kind of bad because people want to see new winners. But I also don't think that he wins. I mean, because Money in the Bank is another thing, you know, um, that you have coming up. So you can't have him possibly do that. So so he's in a he's in a very very weird holding pattern. I don't I do not think that him having that belt, even though I guess he could win, but him having that belt doesn't mean as much. Well, he, maybe he could be the guy to make put some prestige on that belt. Probably, I think. I think the person the person who's going to beat Roman Reigns is probably in NXT. Probably, maybe, maybe Braun Breaker will come out and beat him. Never know. But they still got the money in the bank where they'll hire an LA Knight to get it. I don't know who's going to cash it in. That was maybe the other, he might do a Miz thing. That was the other part. I'm shocked that LA Knight isn't in this tournament. I, he's going to win Money in the Bank. That's what Triple H is pushing for right now. Yeah, but but wouldn't it make sense to have him in this tournament to kind of establish him as a, has a at least a competitor or at least a uh, somebody who would be up there ready to to contend for this belt? Yeah, it would it would make sense to put him in there unless they're gonna do like something with him where he's trying to grab that brass ring and he's getting like all these holdups on him and he's getting frustrated where down the line he keeps trying and trying and trying and you know nothing happens where he finally gets in money in the bank and he finally wins the big one. And then he rubs it in everybody's faces. Hmm. Okay, I can definitely. They can do something like that, like a drawn out storyline with him. I do see it. SmackDown guy, Seamus, Edge, Rey Mysterio. I I think AJ Styles would be perfect for it, or maybe, or maybe Austin Theory. Austin <laughs> Theory, yeah, Theory AJ would be perfect. Austin Theory having both the U.S. Championship and the uh, the big gold would be absolutely hilarious. I feel like they won't let him have both the belts. I feel like he's going to so, have to lose lose one of them. So him standing there next to Roman Reigns and they both have two belts, that would be that would be fantastic. And then Roman can say, I don't, my, both my belts are more prestigious. And then, but then he, him saying that my daddy's back now. That is true for now. But, but he's, <laughs> he could do that, but he could say, say like, but I make more money for your daddy. Oh, yeah, yeah, for now. I mean – Austin Theory's got to be there in 15 years. Roman Reigns isn't. Yeah, I know, but Roman has the ball right now, so he's going to ride it. <laughs> but Austin, I think Austin Theory in the future will be a bigger star than Roman Reigns. Probably. It's this potential there. You never know. Yeah, I think that that where he – think about where Roman was when he started versus where Austin Theory is now. Oh, yeah, Roman was in the shield right there because – you know, Roman didn't didn't find himself until like the tribal chief. Now it's like what Cody said. It's like it took, you're an eleven year investment pay off until year eight. Yeah, that's the same thing. And Cody was almost the same way too. 
But Roman took a while, but like theory, I feel like his character is going to change somewhere down the line as he as he gets older and progress through WWE. Yeah, he has his he's right now in John Cena terms, he's in his root aggression era. Yeah, that's what he's doing yeah, right now. He's going to go to his marine era and when he turns when he eventually turns face, that's when he's going to take off. Yeah. Because they that'd be perfect for him. Because it's gonna be a couple years from now, but you know he eventually down the line will become a big star. Now, what I am interested in is a Finn Balor versus Damian. That possibly could happen on Raw. That could happen. That could probably be close to breaking up the Judgment Day too. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see how that goes. But Finn would also be a very good uh, belt holder for the um, for the uh, for that belt. He, Finn would be great. He'd be perfect too. Like you know, nobody's going to be Roman, but yeah, like but he's perfect for that one. Former Universal Champion and everything. Why not Finn Ballard? Hmm. Finn was also uh, Finn beat Roman. Remember um, when Finn had, Finn had to vacate the belt? Remember that when he, he got his shoulder hurt. But I, I believe that he was the first. Oh yeah, that was a long time he, ago. And he beat Roman for it. So in the roundabout story. Give him the belt because he never actually lost it. He never actually lost the universal title. He lost it. That is true. That would be perfect. Yeah. I would like to see. I would like to see Finn. Finn. Yeah, because he got injured. Finn do it. Yeah, that'd be perfect. I agree. It'd be great to see Finn Balor back as a world champion. And Judgment Day got more titles on them. Then you need Damien and Dominic to somehow get a belt on them. They're not going to be Sammy and, you know, Kevin yet. But, you know, it'd be perfect for Finn because Finn is his own entity. He doesn't need Judgment Day either like Rhea. But, yeah, I agree. You, Finn Balor should and, be champion. And then you have and then you have somebody like Edge who uh, who it is really owed a belt for coming back and uh, giving his body at this stage of his life back to wrestling. You know, that's give it right. Edge. Edge is another guy that that would be okay. if you give it to Edge. That's fine. That'd be for that a good pay, little little thank you gift for Edge because you know Edge, even though he doesn't care for it right now because he did it all, but it's a good thank you gift for Edge. Like I'd be happy if Edge would have got it. You know, even for AJ, AJ perfect to cut do it right now because AJ former world champion, perfect guy right there to you know put some prestige on that belt. There's so many people on that list that deserves a title run. Bobby Lashley is another guy. Yeah, Bobby, that's the number one guy missing, Bobby. But where's Bobby's title run? He never really had one. So yeah. is this time for him? I'll be happy for him. There's so many people. It's like so many. It's like, well, you wish you could give them all a title, but you can't. It just, it just I don't know. It's just luck of the draw right there. It's like there's so many good, talented people in there that that deserves a title run. And then on top of that, you also have the, the missing name of Drew McIntyre, who's not in this tournament. That's right. I feel like the contract will, you know, will work and work itself out. Where Drew will eventually come back. Yeah. He makes too yeah. much money. I doubt he's going to say no. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. Once you got money, money means way less. The more uh, money you, true. the more money you have, the less it means to you. So he, in his career, his life has made millions of dollars. What's another million dollars once you have millions? Yeah, that's true. Unless he wants to just retire in WWE, do one more round, make the millions and retire and don't worry about anything. Or just work his own or go and work his own schedule uh, with other – go back to what he was doing with the independents, working his own schedule overseas. 
That's true. It's a lot easier on him too because he could book the days he wants. Well, you, you never know. I used to, I have a feeling Drew will be back though. I have a feeling. Yeah, and then also Shinsuke is another person. Shinsuke who uh, who had a big victory on SmackDown. I want to say, did he win? I think he won. Yeah, he won. He he won on SmackDown. Yeah, he won on SmackDown. So that was he, another thing. He, and he's kind of been MIA. That's right. He's been in and out. They slowly building him back up to you know back to his you know level that he came in with. It's gonna be a slow build, but he he be able to do it. But it just like a, he's also another one good contender for another title for a title run. So it just uh, I know it just so hard. Hmm? What was that? And that's for the Miz. Why not? I don't. I would be happy with Miz. I do not care what anybody says. I'd be happy for Miz to win the belt. Yeah, that would be a good, good, uh, a good he, I, I, I do like their heel champions are a little bit better because that way you tune in to see him lose. Um, I, I do like that, uh, that aspect. Yeah. But, but idiot. The chase is always fun. Everybody on is a potential title and uh, top tier superstar. So, so we will see how they stack those up on Monday. Monday and uh, now let's uh, get to the question. All right. Well, we answered my first one. I wanted to go through those brackets, and we already did that one for us. <laughs> so that was the question number one already down. <laughs> okay, how about a wild card? Who do you think is going to be a wild card in this match? And for the title? Um, Sheamus. Sheamus is a yeah, guy who, you know, who was – 